Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Everyday Joy. I am so ecstatic to be starting this journey with you all because it's near and dear to my heart and I just want to help so many people to live their best lives. And so for the first episode, I have a very special guest um, who also happens to be my beautiful daughter, Charisma. Hello, Charisma. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So as you know, I've been um, wanting to spread love and joy and positivity around the world for a very long time. And so um, I do have some questions for you to help launch this um, and set precedence for all the other episodes to come. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first question is, let's just first learn about you. Mm-hmm. In one word, who are you? A person. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a verb, <laughs> adjective? I don't know. I'm, I would describe myself as a person who never gives up. A woman who strives for the top. A woman who doesn't settle, a woman who has big goals, and somebody who has overcame a lot of adversity, despite what it might look like from the outside. Okay. Well, that's all good stuff. So if I had to help you with one word, it sounds like you're driven. It sounds like you're a perseverer. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're a winner. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and I was going to ask you why you think that about yourself, but maybe uh, the best thing to say is congratulations for thinking all of that stuff Thank about you. yourself. Thank you. Um, and so that's why I think you're a perfect candidate for the first episode because I'm looking how we can inspire and help other people to be all those things you just named. Yes, that would be great. Yes. So um, just keeping in uh, the theme of joy, I wanted to ask you, what is your definition of joy versus happiness? Joy versus happiness? Um, I think they're interchangeable. I think joy is um yeah, I feel like I don't know, I feel like they're very interchangeable words. They're both very positive words to describe somebody or describe a state of being. Um so yeah, they to me they're simultaneous simultaneous. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. Um, so um, just thinking about joy and happiness, um, to me, those are all positive things and, and it all ties into goodness. Yeah. And um, I wanted to ask you, 
how do you manifest goodness into your life? Oh, well, that's a good question. Manifesting, the word manifest just means so much to me because I've been using that to my advantage since I was eight years old. And if you want me to actually tell you a quick story time of the first thing that I ever manifested. So, um, as you guys know, this is my mother, (laughs) as she stated in the beginning, So I first came to understand manifesting by watching the great documentary, the world-famous documentary called The Secret. And I can remember it was at one of our old houses when I was eight years old. And my parents had put it on, and I was just lingering in the background, being nosy, watching it with them. And funny story, um, they actually ended up falling asleep, and I ended up finishing the whole thing because it is a long like a two-hour documentary and I was so fascinated by it that I decided to use it and see if it worked because to me it sounded more like magic and I was really into magic and witchcraft um, in elementary school (laughs) so I decided to give it a try and I did what they told me so I cut out a picture of a dollhouse that I wanted um, and this was a month before Christmas this was in November so I cut out a picture and I just manifested on it every day, looked at it every day. Ask, believe, receive was the message in the secret. So that's what I did. And so came a month later on Christmas Day. Um, I opened up all my presents and there was no dollhouse. It was it actually wasn't a, it was actually a doll bed like for your like baby dolls. It was like a bunk bed for your um dolls, like American girl dolls and stuff like that. And yeah, so it wasn't there. Um, and then later on that night, my aunt came over with a gift. And lo and behold, it was the dollhouse that I wanted. So that was the first thing I ever manifested knowingly and consciously. Um, so I've taken that and I've manifested many things throughout my life. Um, I think a lot of people in their life have ups and downs. They have different trials and tribulations. And even though I've had my fair share of ups and downs, that's always stuck to me and with me to use that. So <clears throat> so I manifest, to go back to the question, I, I manifest goodness in my life um, by first visualizing. That's a big key factor for me, visualizing. And I feel like with manifesting, you have to know exactly what you want. It's like a, the universe is like a catalog. You have to know exactly what you want. If you kind of just, you're vague with what you want. Like, for example, I could have a lot of, I could just say, oh, I want to have a lot of money. Well, a lot of people want to have a lot of money. But how much money? Do you want $10,000? Mm-hmm. Do you want twenty, fifty? So, and put a time frame on it. So, um, I want $10,000 by, you know, four months from now. And then for me, manifesting not only goes beyond the spiritual aspect, but the action part of it is important with it. It's two elements together. You can't just wish and wish and wish and think about it. You have to actually take forth steps to make it happen. So once you create a picture of what you want and you know exactly what you want, then you could break it down backwards of how you can achieve it in daily daily tasks every day that you could take to achieve it. And then... Before you know it, 
you have what you want. So that that's how I, that's my oh. approach to manifesting always. Oh, wow, that's really great. Yeah. I think the um, really interesting part is being specific. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. I don't know that everyone knows that that's part of the process of being very specific. That is one of the most important parts because you can also say, well, I want to, um, a lot of people are getting married, but you say, oh, I want a husband. You know, those things, those vague things, I want money, I want a husband, it may seem specific, but it's truly not specific mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. What kind of husband do you want? How much, you know, money does he make? What kind of person is he? What kind of background does he come from? Mm-hmm. Um, what's his What's his height? What's his, you know, mm-hmm. what does he like to do? So that's what I would recommend is be super specific. Great. Yeah. Awesome <laughs> advice. Okay, well, um, just uh, getting deeper into the overcoming part of um, Mm -hmm. your story, I did want to know if you could share with the listeners um, a time that you were able to overcome diversity, Mm -hmm. because I I think anyone who's seeking joy, Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's a process where you have to break through whatever you're going through to understand that no matter what's happening you can find joy and and in an instant life can change miracles happen yeah there's so much in the world for us to embrace and I think that one important thing I want to do on this uh, podcast is to make sure that we share stories because I feel that that's what connects everyone and that um, sometimes it just feels better to know that you're not alone and that Mm -hmm. other people are going through things and that they've overcome so therefore I can overcome yeah so can you share something with us that will inspire our listeners yeah I mean I've overcame a lot of different adversities but um, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that was life-changing and life-forming for me personally. Um, for me, I was depressed for a very long time. And I was depressed for most of, no, not even most. I was depressed for all of my teen years. I feel like I really didn't get to enjoy my teen years like I wanted to. So I felt like because of the depression and what clicked and what switched that light bulb in my brain for me is the number one thing was to stop feeling like a victim. I had such a terrible, terrible victim's mentality. Woe is me. I'll never be this person who I wanted to become. You know, why me? You know, everybody else has it so easy. Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? Why me? And so once I stopped thinking like that and thought about my challenges as obstacles and being grateful for the bad things that happen, because you can find peace and happiness within struggle and bad things that happen to you. Um, And that's how those things don't go in vain, because a lot of bad things happen to a lot of different people. But if you see it as a a learning lesson and take something from it, then it won't go in vain and you can just learn from it instead. And so not being a victim, holding myself accountable, stop be putting the blame on everybody else but myself, putting the blame just on people in my life, on God, on just everything, 
And once I took 100% accountability and looked myself in the mirror and gave me myself some tough love and said, no, it's not your fault that you ended up here, but it's your fault if you stay here. And so once I figured that out, then I was able to crawl out of that place and really focus on change. And so, I mean, I don't know if you want like specific stories, but yeah, I mean, I just, I spent a lot of time in my room being depressed and just not doing anything. I mean, it was honestly, it was so, it was really torture, torture that I placed upon myself, Not you know. So I can't really blame any anyone for that, but it was still torture. And yeah, just imagine your life in solitary confinement. That's what it felt like because it was a point where I didn't have anybody at all. And I would just wake up at 4 p.m., go to sleep at like 5 a.m. You know, by the time I wake up, it's the day's already gone and it's just in my head so much. So... I think that anybody can do anything they want if you want it bad enough. Mm. You have to want it bad enough. It's that burning desire. And for me, it was the burning desire that I would have regrets in my life. And that was the main motivator for me because I knew I wanted to live a full, healthy, happy life. And for me, I can't have any regrets. I can't because... That's just one of my motivating factors. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know what? I think that anyone who listens to your story, who's Mm -hmm. either depressed right now, um, who's just starting to fall into a depression, or who's coming out of depression, I think the underlying message is that anybody can have hope, and a meaningful life and even when it seems like there's no one there is that will to win is like a seed yeah that can be watered yeah and there's no one who we should give up on and who should give up on themselves yeah and i think it goes all back to action once i started taking that action action is almost more important I feel like than visualizing and manifesting because without action you're going nowhere yeah start with action start by doing little things I would just start by doing little things every day get up walk your dog you know do that for 30 days what's the next 30 days that I'm doing you have to build habits Uh, because the amount of my problems that I have I had very terrible habits all bad habits I did not take care of myself at all to where I had actually different health problems because I wasn't taking care of myself. I was just laying around and things like that. And so for some people who don't have the luxury to lay around, don't think that you're not lucky. Because a lot of people, they thought I was lucky because I have stable household and stable parents who can just take care of me. But if you really think about it, don't think that you're not lucky because you don't have you know, stable parents or a stable home. You have to, because a lot of people, a lot of kids, they turn 18 and their parents kick them out. They got to figure it out by themselves. But don't think like that because then you have to do it. And then you're going to, it's going to push you to do it. Whereas someone like me who, and again, not blaming anybody, someone like me who it's like I had a good, I could just fall back whenever I wanted to. There was no responsibility. So, 
you know, I just see a lot with my generation. People always told me that. They're like, oh, you know, you're so lucky. This is not. I was like, well, you're lucky too because now you have to do it and right. you're going to get there quicker, faster, and more sufficiently. And you're going to build those habits naturally instead of someone like me who had to really push myself harder. Either way, it's possible, but it's all about perspective. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing those powerful stories yeah I feel really inspired right now and I'm your mother (laughs) (laughs) um okay so um what I also wanted uh to do was think about as you've overcome Mm -hmm. many things in your life just a simple question um do you believe in miracles was it a miracle or was it just manifestation um, because everyone has different theories, and I just wanted to get your take on it. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah, I do believe in miracles, um, but I think miracles are manifested. I feel like what you think about is what you bring about, and I think the word miracle and manifest, they're almost interchangeable. So I'll give you an example. So I've been wanting to move out for some time and I'm talking to the audience here um my mom already knows this so I've been wanting to move out for some time to give a quick background we live um should I tell them the state or am I allowed to say I mean you could say the state okay so we live um we live next to New York I won't say which state (laughs) (laughs) we live about 45 minutes outside the city um you can go north, south, east, west, whatever you guys want to picture. But basically, anywhere in the northeast of the country is super duper expensive. Unless you're living in the middle of PA. Like, that's going to be cheap. But mm-hmm. anywhere else um, in the tri-state area of New York City is just super duper ridiculously expensive. So I've been wanting to move out. I'm a college student. And I was looking for places about... Let's see. I think... June, July. Yeah, around June, July, I was looking for places and just kind of manifesting on it, looking at, you know, different pricing, different housing apartments and stuff like that. And I basically came to the conclusion that I can't afford it because I work part time. I'm a student. I don't have the money to do that. So I was under the impression that I would have to wait another year or two to move out. So, you know, when I become established and everything. Fast forward to now, which is the end of August, um, I'm moving out tomorrow. (laughs) And you're probably wondering, well, how could that be if you, you know, you said that you couldn't do it? So that's when miracles came into play. So my friend, um, she contacted me two weeks ago that she needed to move out because her and her boyfriend had broken up. And she contacted me. She was like, hey, uh, I know you were looking to move out and stuff like that would you be wanting to get an apartment with me like within the next two weeks like ASAP and I was like yes of course (laughs) I'm ready and I actually had been saving a lot of cash because of this um coronavirus quarantine so I wasn't spending as much money so I had the money for the down payment ironically and so everything just came into play and that's kind of a miracle that happened in itself because it's just that just came out of nowhere it literally just flew into my lap and I was really under the impression that I was going to be living at home for another year or two but that just shows you that 
miracles do take place. And even though it was a miracle, it was a miracle that was manifested. Even though I couldn't see it, things are being produced behind like the closed door that you can't open and that you can't see. So don't get discouraged when you can't understand how something is going to work out. You just have to know it's going to work out and it, it will work out. So that's one miracle that oh. recently happened. Yes, very recent. <laughs> very recent. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And I agree uh, about the association between the manifestation and the miracles. Yeah. Uh, because whether it's the secret, ask, believe, receive, mm-hmm. whether it's the whole old saying, hope and pray, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's just um, faith, mm-hmm. um, either way, you're manifesting yeah. for that miracle to occur. Yeah. So, I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this has been so wonderful. I I feel like um, I don't want this conversation to end, but uh, <laughs> in the interest of... Uh, of time, I'm just going to uh, make sure before uh, you go that we get some amazing um, advice from you. So mm-hmm. just two more questions. Um, the first question is, what advice would you give anyone listening who feels hopeless? Um, this might sound stupid, but don't feel hopeless. That's my biggest advice. If you feel hopeless, don't feel hopeless. The rules or the the saying, fake it till you make it, even if you have to tell yourself everything's going to be all right and you think in your back of your mind everything's not going to be all right, just tell yourself, lie. Because <laughs> people believe lies and soon you'll start to believe the lie and then you'll really start to believe it and then it won't be a lie anymore. Yeah, well, yeah. I do know that there are studies that show that if you tell yourself something yeah. long enough that it's your brain forgets that it's not true. Yeah. You start to believe yeah. it's true. You have yeah. to, you have to, if you feel hopeless right now and you're at the bottom, rock bottom, rock bottom is the best place to be because that is where true motivation comes from. Never, once you hit rock bottom and you felt that and you've experienced that, you never want to go back again. And you never will once you experience that. So if you feel hopeless, the key to not feeling hopeless, you have to rewire your brain. You have to literally unscrew your head, place it on a table and rewire the entire system to make you to make you think a certain way so that you can live a certain way. Because at the end of the day, perception is reality. If you perceive something to be something, it becomes your reality. So that would be my advice. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's epic. Okay. Okay, so I have to ask you one last question, which is probably the most important. And that is, what is your advice for someone to live the life they deserve? Well... I like that question <laughs> because I like the part where it says life that you deserve because it's important to know that you deserve the life that you desire. And so in order to live the life that you deserve, you have to create the life that you want. Creating the life that you want is the most important thing I think ever because I used to think when I was younger that opportunity is just supposed to happen to you and that people who have good things in their life it's by chance and it's just 
coincidence, but really you have to align yourself in those opportunities. So you have creating the life that you want is creating the life that you deserve. So you have to take steps to do that. And I really, really like that ending, deserve, because so many people think that they don't deserve what they desire or that it's too high or it's unrealistic, things like that. Like even um, dorming. Last year I was dorming and the whole corona thing happened, so I had to leave dorming in the spring semester. And throughout the whole semesters, everything just felt so ungenuine to me. I physically, my soul did not want to be there. I know in my heart, my passion, and people might think otherwise, but in my soul, I know I'm not supposed to be doing what everybody else is doing. I'm not supposed to go into my master's and find a nine to five job and work for a company and do all these internships and resumes that's not what my soul is supposed to do and I know that because I've been in it so you really have to follow your heart and follow your true deep down burning passion I know for me I am destined on this earth to be an entrepreneur I'm destined on this earth to be in charge independent my own boss creating things being visual being being beautiful that is what i'm put on this earth to be so much for that i have all the faith in in my vision and that's another thing too the life that you deserve you have to have faith you have to have unwavering faith you have to have without a shadow of a doubt that's how strong it has to be so many people are afraid to live the life they want to live and then what happens they regret it and they say what if I'm not going to have any what-ifs, ever. I'm not going to have any what-ifs, ever. So that is how you create, you, that, is, that is how you create the life that you deserve. Don't be scared. Ask yourself, what do I really want without any limits? Because when people ask themselves what they want, they put a limit on it. Oh, what I want, oh, but it has to, it can't cost this, it has to be under 5000 if I want to do real, if I want to, you know, do real estate or whatever. It has to be under this, this amount. If you want to be a top, if your goal without any limits is to be one of the top producing real estate moguls in the country, what do you have to do to get that? Don't put, don't put a cap on it. Don't say, cause I live in the middle of the nowhere. I'm going to be selling $200,000 houses for the rest of my life. What do you really want? You want to be out in Cali? You want to be out in New York selling multi-million dollar? What do you have to do to get there? No limits, no caps. No, nothing. Open. The sky is the limit. And that's how you create the life that you deserve, by not lying to yourself. Because a lot of people are lying to themselves and to other people what they really want. You can't be scared. Fear God and God only. Thank you. Wow. (laughs) Thank you so much, Charisma. (laughs) What a great first episode. (laughs) Who knew that... The youth had so much wisdom. (laughs) A young lady who knows what she wants and who is an inspiration to all ages and all generations. And you've overcome so much. And I thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah. And I just want to say that I love you. 
And may you continue on to your greatness always. Thank you. (laughs) Nice being on here. (laughs)